My name is Matt. And I'm Mac. And this is Sip, Sip of, of Success. Success. So today we have a few guests on. Woo! And I found these two a few weeks ago when I was able to attend um, U of SC's annual Student Leadership and Diversity Conference. Um, for those of you that got to attend, it was a really cool event um, with some great breakout sessions hosted by some really great USC students, two of which we have on today. Mm-hmm. And they've also been on a podcast before in Garnet Media Group. So they're <laughs> podcast veterans now. <laughs> but today, we love them here. <laughs> today we have Amelia Wilkes and Jawan McClam, and they're going to be speaking about superhero syndrome. So, but before we start, why don't you guys tell us about yourselves? Okay, so, hey y'all, my name is Amelia Wilkes. I'm a senior here at the University of South Carolina, um, public health major with a minor in business administration. I'm from Columbia, um, I'm so like 30 minutes from campus, really. Um, let's see, from the moment I got on campus, I was in the Multicultural Assistance Peer Program, which gave me a mentor that kind of showed me the ropes here at the university from a student perspective. And then I was also in Be The Match on campus, which doesn't really exist anymore, but we used to partner with organizations to host Bomero Drives here. And um, sophomore year, I ended up planning a meet and greet between a donor and a patient, or the person that received it, um, during a halftime men's basketball game against Tennessee sophomore year, so that's pretty dope. Um, sophomore year, I also became a member of Greek Life, um, Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, and from there, I became honestly over-involved as a student leader. Um, let's see, what else have I done? Student government, I was Lyrics Deputy Secretary of Inclusion and Equity, then I became Secretary of Inclusion and Equity for a little bit. I have been interning in the Office of Multicultural Student Affairs since the summer after my sophomore year. I have also interned in Congressman Clyburn's office. I have worked a presidential campaign. Um, I currently interned for Lauren Harper. If you don't know who she is, Google her. She's the best. Um, let's see. What else have I done, Juwan? Um, national Pen- yeah, <laughs> co-president of National Panhellenic Council. Um, aside from being a breakout presentation presenter, um, at the 2020 SLDC, at the 2019 SLDC conference, I was on the planning committee, and I was also the MC for the day. Jeez, Matt, I thought we were busy. <laughs> I feel like that. Oh, and then I've been a Matt mentor since my sophomore year. Incredible. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's a list. That is quite the list. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Why are you Why are you a host? I'm sorry, Matt. Why? Wait a minute. <laughs> Joanne, no, but Jawan like yeah. puts you to shame. Oh, Matt and I are small fish in a big him, pond. As orientation leader, you guys hear me? My name is Jawan Ravenel McClam. I'm from Florence, South Carolina, also known as well. I'm really from Effingham, South Carolina, off Alligator Road. We have a Dollar General and like two gas stations. <laughs> so I really love my hometown. <laughs> but I came to USC. I didn't get involved that much my freshman year. I lived in Preston. Shout out to everybody that lives in Preston. I lived in Preston. I served as an RM for two years. I served as an orientation leader for two years. <laughs> what else I did? I'm an association of African-American students for four years. Right. I've been in Bros of Nubian Descent. I served as the president last year, but now I'm the membership chair. I'm in Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. And I also served, as Amelia said, as a NPAC co-president last year, well, last semester with her. Other than that, I play intramural sports. I dropped three points yesterday. Three <laughs> points and five rebounds yesterday. And then what else? Let me see. I'm sorry. Repeat that. You did with the basketball. What'd you do? I dropped three points yesterday. 
Oh, is that good? Yeah. Well, yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't know anything about basketball, so I mean, I love it's, it. I hit a three. I hit a three. They left me open. I hit it. Oh, yeah. oh, you, so you were back from the back, back line. Right. Oh, shoot. He's awesome. Right. He left wow. out some things. What the hell? Oh, I'm an intern now at, at a Solomon Law Group. Well, the law firm. I'm an office assistant now in housing. Here um, we both have had leadership roles in our chapters. Oh, oh. So I yeah. was vice president in mine and secretary in mine. In mine, I was a service chair for two years, and we, we won some awards. And then, and we was number one in, um, in Greek life, well, in our council. He also the, was the secretary. You forgot. You were Greek man of the year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Shout out to FSL. Thank you so much. They gave yeah. me Greek man of the year for 2020. And I was council leader of the year and my chapter one chapter of the year. So 2019 was big. Good Lord, yeah. we surrounded, surrounded <laughs> by greatness. And we both hosted, as we already said, a session at um, SODC. And I also, like she said, she emceed last year. I emceed this year. And then we were hosting Carolina's Got Talent for Homecoming. Yeah, I almost forgot about my, my public speaking. I'm a public speaker on the side. I do freelance work. I don't get paid. I just do it for free. But I, I hosted what? I hosted two. I host, hosted Meet the Greeks. I hosted two fraternity pageants. I hosted Carolina's Got Talent, Back to Black, Step Show. I hosted like 10 things on campus. You're also an avid tweeter, I hear. Yes, yeah, and I uh, love Twitter. I love Twitter. <laughs> I didn't know Jawan before he came on the podcast. Outside of like Matt, like telling me, but then I, re- I, I he came up on my timeline after I emailed him, and I put turned two together, and I was like, I love this man's Twitter. <laughs> I'm so excited. Like I, I literally cannot wait to have him on and like meet the meet the the hype. The real, he's the real <laughs> yeah. Twitter. He's yes, the I real person Twitter. on Twitter that he I is in real life. It's amazing. But um, you guys have a long list of things you've done in your four years here. But I know you're talking about superhero syndrome, which I guess what is superhero syndrome? Me. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, um, okay. So from the SLDC presentation, we basically said that it's when you are trying to make it seem like you have to do any and everything in a perfect manner, mm. where you feel the need to overcompensate for yourself. You you can't tell people no. When an opportunity comes up and someone asks you to do it, like you're automatically going to go ahead and do it, just because like you feel like it's your responsibility and obligation. Um, you can see this like through a different, uh, well, through a variety of kind of like what we call symptoms, but like just when it's like traits almost, if you will. Mm-hmm. So like, like I said, you can't say no. Um, you don't want to say no, and you feel the need to do it all, and you're competing against yourself. So it's not like. You're comparing yourself to other people, but it's like you know you can do better. Like so, I have to keep doing this. Like I have to keep taking these responsibility, taking up these responsibilities. I have to keep taking on these leadership positions, because, like, I know like for me, like I was like I have to do these things because like, people see me as a, what they call like, well not what they call, but people see me as someone that they would expect to do all these different things. So like I have to go ahead and do it anyway because it's like, quote unquote, an image or whatever. Yeah. So, I don't want to probably Well said, she tore it up. <laughs> <laughs> tore it up. Well, superhero. <laughs> yeah, so one thing that I would, had a question on is, so you guys have both been really involved, and how, do you, how have you prioritized your commitments and involvements in college, whether it be, like, work, class schedule, obviously you guys have had internships, um, and, like, organizations, like, in what <coughs> organizations, too, you're going to choose leadership roles in, 
for me, I feel like, well, it's, it's changed now. Now I'm more mature, as my grandmother says. <laughs> Not mature, mature. So before, I would pick, like, organizations I like and let that be number one, which is bad. And that's why we, we're going to talk about later burnout and stuff like that. Of course, my academics start to little, you know, do a little slide. <laughs> but academics should always be your number one. I feel like not even a number two, but a 1.5 is my job. I need my money. So I feel like yeah. right after my academics, my job comes, or a job or internship comes next. Then all of your organizations. And you need to like, spread out all your time. Like me and Amelia love Google Calendar. So we put all of our stuff in Google, your Google Calendar. Put all that in first. Put your classes in first. Put your job um, fulfillments in first. Then see what you have, what, what you have time for left and pick, like, start filling it in with organizations. But also, don't fill in too much because you still got to sleep, eat, mm -hmm. have time for yourself, Twitter, like I said earlier, Netflix. Like, you need Twitter. time for yourself. God, I love Twitter. But, yeah, Google Calendar, really. Or, like, a planner, like, whatever you need. But, like, I love Google Calendar. No, Google Calendar is definitely superior. I don't mm -hmm. care what anybody says. But, for me, wait, okay, so. Juwan, like, prioritizes, like, his job first. But, like, I am honestly the type to, like, prioritize, like, my student organizations first. I <laughs> which is, like, terrible. But I think it was because I was spoiled to have a job on campus. So that, so I work in OMSA, which is literally on the main floor of the West Wing or the second mm -hmm. floor of the West Wing. But then the FSL office where I spent literally my entire last semester right below it. So, like, it was so easy, like, if I needed to go downstairs and, like, Jawan couldn't, like, I could just do it. So it was honestly, like, everything just kind of, like, started to overlap. Um, and especially when I was in student government, that's a part of student life, and I worked in the student life department. So my student involvement has always been very intertwined with my jobs and mm -hmm. things of that nature. But I like my student organization so much that it's, like, what I put my heart and soul into. Mm -hmm. I think it's they're all very passion-driven, and so... You know, but that's how it goes for me. But burnout is real. Mm -hmm. In which, like, organizations have you... I know you mentioned you chose the ones that you liked before. But how did you choose which ones you were going to stay involved with all four years? In which, even if you were passionate or liked a certain organization, how did you decide whether to stay in it or not or take leadership or not? I looked at the ones that I felt like I was leaving the biggest impact in or making, like, where can they feel Juwan the most? that's where I would kind of like devote all of my time to. Because like, I feel like some of the organizations at that time when I was a freshman or sophomore, I was just finding things to be busy, like I'm busy or I'm, I'm involved and not really looking at like what am I doing, like the mission statement of each or like am I really a member like what, or like just being a member, like I wanted to be, do more in some organizations. So I didn't want to just be having my name on a membership list and 10 things and not really doing anything or showing up to do anything. So I looked at stuff like that and then I kind of like narrowed it down. But also like those dues and membership fees, <laughs> when you try to do a lot, they start getting a little up there. Especially when everybody's shirts don't be looking that good. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, let's see. Well, the first org that I joined as a freshman is no longer here because of other things. But um, sophomore year, I became a member of Greek Life. That's not really something you just quit. Well, for our council, mm -hmm. it's a lifetime commitment. Um, and I have family ties to it, so that was always going to be there. And that that's what I poured a lot, a lot, a lot of time into. Um, and then I became a member of student government just because I honestly don't even know why I became a member of student government. Like, I really did like it junior year. Oh, Taylor Wright was my friend. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Taylor Wright and Lyric Joe, like, dragged me into it, essentially. Um, and then senior year, because, like, I was so busy with so many other things, um, it just wasn't 
really in my heart anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I have a ton of respect for it and everything they do, but for that season of my life, the same work that, like, I was doing in SG, I was also doing, like, where I was getting paid. So, you know, me being a college student, you just make these smart decisions. Right. Yeah. And, like, chase a bag and not chase a heart attack, you know? Yeah. So, that is kind of how that worked, and becoming MPHC co-president one of my line sisters, Taryn, shout out to her. She just happened to drop it in my ear in February. And was like, hey, like, elections are coming up. Have you ever thought about it? And I was like, what? No. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, there's no way I'm going to win. Like, people don't know well, me enough. Thing. Yeah, I was like, this is just not in my spirit. Like, and then, flash forward, I actually ended up, like, writing a speech. I ran one, all that good stuff. But... When I started to talk to people about it, like I, from somebody from the outside looking in, like I didn't really like the way people perceived the council all mm-hmm. the time because I knew that mm-hmm. our council is full of great people and great leaders, but the rest of the university doesn't really see that, and I knew that was a problem. And I like if nobody like nobody cared to <coughs> change it really, and I did care to change it, so that's why I so definitely passion driven. That's yeah. why I chose those yeah. orgs. But I think I'm that's a, super important. A lot of people don't do that. I've noticed, especially, um, like, like you said, the freshmen and the sophomores. Like my sister's a freshman at girl school down the road, uh-huh. and she has joined things, but they haven't been fulfilling for her. Mm-hmm. And so it's been hard for her to, within those clubs, like you said, make connections and make friends because it's not where her heart is. Yeah. So I think it's that's a good, really good point to bring up about how. And also, when you look at that, like if you look at orgs that are not fulfilling, you can go in and change that. But then you, I feel like you have to go knock some things off on other ones. Exactly, yeah. Like how Amelia wanted to change the narrative in NPAC, she wouldn't be able to do that if she didn't let some other things go. She would have did it, and it would just be like her doing everything, but not her changing the narrative. So she would have never really been fulfilling what she wanted to do in that position in the first place. Yeah. Retweet what It's beautiful. That's a beautiful way of putting it. Yeah. And I know you guys mentioned burnout. When's the time that you guys have felt the most burnout ever? Um, in September, I went to Shay Malone's office, who's actually, like, my boss, um, and, like, my campus mom, and I cried because, like, it got so much, like, that's when I had to, like, realize I couldn't do everything, and it helped me through the rest of the semester. And then, like, once again in October, because it's, like, homecoming season, and there's a lot of things going on, like, my chapter, my chapter is super busy, um, so it was just because there's a lot of events, Mm -hmm. and, like, homecoming, like, you know how October goes, football season, all that good stuff. So, and then I was prioritizing, like, hanging out with my friends and experiencing all there is to experience as a student rather than realizing, Amelia, like, you are one person, you do need sleep. Like, caffeine, me and caffeine are, like, neck and neck now. Like, I love this girl. <laughs> like, I, I was not surviving senior year without Starbucks. The two for four in Russell House. Yeah. Don't say oh. I didn't put you on game. <laughs> She's right. No one knows about that either. No. Yeah. I think for me, probably my junior, no, sophomore year, when I was a RM, I was a resident mentor on campus, and I just felt like everything, I felt like I never had a space, because I was trying to create this perfect space where everybody can come to my room at any time they want, but I felt like at sometimes that would just be not the best option, because you need your space to kind of just close your door and just be to yourself, and I was telling them, y'all can come here anytime y'all want, y'all can just come talk to me anytime, but trying to be the perfect RM, because I really didn't know how to be a good RM in the first place. Yeah. That was my first year trying to make sure everything was right, and I wanted everybody to like me. That's another problem. You, you as a leader, like, everybody can't like you. Like, I was trying to make sure everything, everybody was um, liking me, 
if somebody said it wasn't like USC, I would feel bad on my thing. That's my fault. Like, I was trying to make sure everybody loved, like, USC, loved living in the buildings. And really, everybody's not going to love, like, every piece of it like you do. Yeah. But I think, like, that, trying to do all that on top of being, like, I was an engineer major at the time, so... Wow. Just cut it. Because everything was not gonna everything was not gonna and I was on I was trying to be doing too much on campus and everything just started falling apart. Like it like everything was great and then everything just started falling apart. And my boss was like, I'm gonna be honest with you, Joan, you need to take a step back. And I was like, Take a step back from what? The, <laughs> the job or he was like from everything else or you're gonna have to take a step back from the job. And that was a wake up call. Because that was my only little job. Like we didn't really get paid that much, but that's the only little piece of income I had. If that would, if I took a step back from that, I was gonna take a step back from USC. I was gonna head back down I twenty to Florence <laughs> and take a step back into my old house. So I really had to just reanalyze everything I was going through, and that's when I he made me get a good calendar. That was the day I got a good calendar my sophomore year of college. Saving that, lives. That changed my life. Look, changed my life forever. Yeah. Yeah. That's very relatable as an RM like the open door policy and just having you need to have your own space and how have you guys dealt with burnout and like needing time for yourself and like self care especially when especially in like the busy times like you said Amelia like homecoming and then as an RM too how did you have that self care time uh, in October like I started to shut down and it wasn't the best for my grades because I was like I would literally shut down like yeah. Mm-hmm. not do anything but this semester I learned a lot well I learned a lot last semester that translated over into this semester and now I've I cleared my schedule a lot um I really put focus into like what Amelia wants to do rather than what everyone else wants Amelia to do because awesome. mm-hmm. there is a huge difference um I've gotten back into like watching my Netflix catching up on Grace Anatomy right now um so just and I I've realized like when I the semesters when I was actually going home to go visit my parents were a lot better semesters for me so now I like make intentional efforts to like go back to Irmo to go see my mom and dad my little brother all that good stuff um but yeah I just realized like I'm I'm not going to be able to save everybody but knowing that I have already improved the collegiate experience for underclassmen that do go here and that who do look up to me like is probably one of the most rewarding things and so now that I know that I've done that without having to nearly kill myself doing it is it's great mm, I think for me I, I'm still battling because I just like to be like I I like to be everywhere and I always I also have like this I don't even know what it's called but I have the I just have a fear of being left out. Like, I hate missing things. Like, if it's an event going on, I hate to miss it. Or, like, if my friends are getting together and I have homework to do, I hate that. Like, I'm like, dang, I'm missing a good time. So, like, that is probably what leads to my superhero syndrome a lot, too. Like, me not wanting to miss out on stuff, like, academically and, like, in all my organizations. I don't want to miss out on anything. Like, if they say we're making a new committee, I would, like, put my name on it. Like, I just like my name to be on everything. I just like to do a lot of stuff mm-hmm. naturally because I like to keep myself busy because I feel like if I'm not busy, I just feel like I'm wasting time a lot. Mm. But I feel like for me, that all comes back to just like my whole, I don't know. It's like because I'm, like I'm a first generation student, so me being here in the first place, I felt like I had to do a lot. The yeah. first prove myself of like being here to myself, to my family, and, and period. So, <laughs> and brother so, like, says every, all about the upbringing. I have a twin brother, by the way, y'all. And he's in college, too. But, yeah, we, like, I just feel like as a first-generation student, I feel like I had to prove myself to everybody and me. And that it, that really kind of started the 
do everything, join this, join that. Really, I'm just glad I did stuff like that, though. I'm trying to, I'm glad I just did all that. But still, I feel like burnout for me, I like to sleep. I like to watch Netflix, like Amelia said. I like to tweet. <laughs> I love to eat. Like, I love to eat. Which, like, everybody's different. Like, I'm not saying go put on some weight just because you're stressed. But, like, for me, <laughs> personally for me, Joanne loves fried chicken, so naturally I'm going to eat fried chicken. Like, when, I, when I'm when i stressed, I'm going to be at Bojangles. I'm going to be at Bernie's. Like, that's so what I want to do. What's the best fried chicken in Columbia from an Ooh, expert? I don't know. I don't know. Ooh. Don't I know? would say... What's up there? Since you eat so much, what's it called? I mean, I Drake's know. or Ducks or something like that. Ducks. Duck. Well, Main Street. Ducks is good on or Drake. Main Street. Or is it Drake? It's Drake's. It's something with a D. It's, Google Ducks or Drake's. It's Drake's. It's Drake. It's look. I didn't but there's a, but it's, it's a yellow. It's a yellow sign. That might, I don't know. Yeah. It's on Main Street. That's good. Mm-hmm. Kiki's is, Kiki's is good. The the original location is good. Not the one on Harvest. It's called Harvest. Drake's Duckin. So you were both right. <laughs> look at that teamwork. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Kiki's is good, but you can't go wrong with Bojangles. Bernie's no. chicken is a little small, but it's still good. <laughs> That's small. Matt, right. are, you, are you keeping notes? We're gonna go this weekend. I'm starting. You want to come with us? I'm going to YouTube channel. And I'm gonna go visit. This <laughs> yes, you should. I've seen the like all the tasty, tasty yeah. places where they review. Mm-hmm. Okay, Joanna and I are best friends. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and to finish up, what would you say is the cure for superhero syndrome, <laughs> if there is one? <laughs> uh, you can first. I would say. <laughs> I would say. I guess if you feel like me, I say the cure will be different for different people. But if you're similar to like, if you're hearing the stories of me and Amelia, the cure will be first to figure out who you are because you you can't figure out like what you like to do or like what is your center if you don't even know like really who you are. So I think like for me, that was one of the problems too. Like coming in, I didn't know what I liked to do. I didn't know I liked to binge watch shows. I didn't know I liked to play basketball. Well, not that good. But I didn't know I liked to do that. Until I figured out like things I like to do. So I feel like first you need to figure out what you like to do. Find your center. And that way whenever you're stressed or whenever you feel like you're getting close to burnout, you need to go to your center immediately. Like go straight to it. And that's okay. Like we talked about in our session. It's okay to take breaks. Like I feel like taking a break keeps you in there for the long run instead of just quitting the race mm-hmm. altogether. You can stop and get you a little bit of water. Just, it's like you're on the side of the little street just waiting, talking <laughs> on your phone or something. And then get back in the race. But I feel like breaks, I feel like are probably one of the biggest gears for me I would say and communication because that's another thing we talked about too mm-hmm. communicating like you trying to be the superhero like who, who does Superman talk to mm-hmm. who does Batman talk to they have people to talk to so you're not the, you're not a superhero that is all knowing like you you got a little sidekick you got a brother you got a sister you got a mother you got a father you got somebody you can talk to because when you build it all up inside and trying to stress yourself out and do everything that's gonna make it worse too. Just mm-hmm. simply talking to somebody, like I'll talk to my brother, and he'd be like, "You doing a lot. You need to relax. It's just this, 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 this. Or you can just do this today and then do that." And I'm like, "Oh, you're right." Like just talking to somebody really, I really re- release a lot of stress too. But I'll say for me, communication and taking breaks. Um, for me, in addition to what Jawan said, huge on the community thing. I know, like my line sisters really kept me accountable all semester. Obviously, like I don't. Like, if you know me, like, you know I don't show emotion, like, in public. So they probably didn't know half the time. But I had to learn how to say no. Like, it's okay, like, if you are not responsible for something. Like, you don't have to be the one in charge all the time. Um, And then also, probably taking breaks, too. I took a little month sabbatical, if you will, (laughs) (laughs) and returned back to my regular, returned back to the regular scheduled program. and even then, when I returned, like, I felt the need, like, because I'm so used to being, like, oh, like, what's going on with this? What's going on with this? 
this what's going on with this but I had to like train myself to be like it's okay Emily like you're retired like and, and that's fine mm-hmm. yeah. and then also like find your community of people who are outside of the places that make you stressed because those are the people that are going to keep you balanced um I know one of my closest friends is not in any of the spaces that like I'm in which so when I like rant about it like they really put me like in my place essentially um and it yeah. gives you like a a little bit of a takeaway because if all your friends are in the same circle you're get stressed in that stress is just going to continue mm. and yeah. continue and it's like not a good time <laughs> yeah. also lastly also look at the big picture too because like looking at all this stuff 10 years from now you're going to be so stressed because you're doing all these organizations not saying it doesn't matter but just like looking at the big picture like why are you here you're here to get an education you're here to get a job you're here to like just make stuff happen so like Definitely go all out with all your organizations, but don't lose like what you're here for naturally. Like what you're here to get an education and you're here to get a job. So I feel like keeping that in the back of your mind and also keep you centered too. Yeah, I think that's awesome for sure. Yeah, I feel really inspired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. That was really good. Um, one last question, more of a fun one. What is a as seniors and being super involved? What's one office campus resource that you think every freshman should know about? Oh, right. Wait. That's a wolf. Office, campus, resource. Any office or campus resource that you wish a freshman would know? I would say... It can be an activity, too. Like an event. Oh, my gosh. Ooh. Okay, I would say academically, and I didn't know this until I, after I burned out and my arm job, my arm job made me do this. The consultation with the student success center. Yo, that's me. Didn't know nothing about it. <laughs> And he made me go there. They helped me, like, they have different little, um, I don't even know what they call it, like, different themes of the session. So you can um, plan out your semester. You can break down all the stuff you need to do for one exam. You can plan out your semester, like, time management. They got, like, money management. They got everything. Really, you, like, if you're struggling with any type of thing, you need to go on the website and look. And I, I started doing all of them. Like, I had to do three, of course, because I was like, on the yeah. back burner losing my job but after I, after I got in good standing I kept going back because I needed something like that to kind of keep me structured because I didn't even know we had that and it's you, you don't have to pay another fee it's already paid for with your tuition so I feel like that and then like on the social side AAAS I got to shout them out um, Association of African American Students y'all need to pull up they have great events they have a fashion show every year which is really, really yes. good. Yes, make sure you all attend it before you graduate. Fashion, you okay. have to go to the fashion show before you leave. Yeah, and no, it's I, so good. Even to the people that like fashion. Like, I don't I don't know nothing about fashion, but the fashion show was good. Yeah. Like, I left, like, inspired. Like, of course, I'm not, I'm not, I can't afford some stuff. But <laughs> the fashion show, and I would say the cookout is good, too, because cookout is free food, free music, and it's, that's twice a year. So, pull up. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. I still don't even know. I'm so stressed. Okay, so take a break. <laughs> okay, so maybe like maybe not like a resource, or like an event. I'm gonna go with an event. Yeah, yeah. Um, attend every sporting event. Okay, maybe not every sporting event because I still haven't gone to like a question or something like that. <laughs> but every major sporting event, so like football, soccer, basketball, boys and girls, um, attend one of those every like at least one every single year you're in college because. For the people, for like my Columbia locals, like y'all know how expensive those tickets are, and the fact that we get them for free as students yeah. is like the best thing. Um, and then also the Office of Multicultural Student Affairs. Um, I'm all about like making sure like minorities like feel included on campus because like you know the campus climate here at University of South Carolina, um, and I feel like that's one underrated office 
-hmm. here where they provide a lot of resources. They oversee a lot of student orgs that, like, that I've met most of, basically, almost all my friends through. Um, so I feel like if there's one way to find campus community, like, that's an office, you could literally walk in and someone could show you, like, point you to the right direction. I promise you, like, by the end of two weeks, you'll have a friend. So... Yeah. I just like that. That is awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much, guys. I guess our app of the week is Google Calendar. We say it all the time. We're glad someone else could say it too to back us up. Yeah, I know. Yes. But thank you so much for you guys for coming on today. It was a blast. It was a blast. That's so much fun. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks. This podcast is part of the Garnet Media Group Podcast Network. Garnet Media Group is a partnership between the student-run media outlets at the University of South Carolina. Find out more about Garnet Media's group's podcast and other student work on garnetmedia.org.